Hi there and welcome to the first in a series of Podcasting Virgin Podcasts. My name is Adrian Hume and in this and the following shows I will be detailing the events leading up to and the eventual broadcast of my podcast. First I must answer the question that must be on everybody's lips. How are you broadcasting this when you don't have an up and running podcast? Well I'm fortunate that I have a friend in a band who has let me use his recording facilities for the recording of the early shows, the format of which I intend to keep short and frequent. I've been warned about the workload involved in airing short, regular shows compared with longer, less frequent shows, but it's purely a personal thing. I prefer to listen to the podcast with shorter episodes, and I don't like the long wait you sometimes get between shows. So without any further introductions, here's how I set about producing my first podcast. So, how did it all start? Well, I bought an iPod for the sole purpose of listening to music, But having opened the box, I discovered it was not possible to download tunes from Windows Media, and that I'd need to transfer all my tunes to a free Apple program called iTunes. Now, I've always viewed Apples and their users with a certain amount of, uh, uh, how should we say, scepticism. It's probably too strong a word for it, but I've always been turned off by manufacturers that go their own way. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for innovation, but change for change's sake seems a waste of time. Different type of memory cards is an example that springs to mind. Why does Sony have the memory stick when SD cards do the same job at less cost? Anyway, after being forced into downloading iTunes, I noticed the podcast heading. Now I had heard about them, but they were still a mystery. So it was over to the BBC website, which is always a good place to start with any media queries. The BBC site had a page explaining about podcasts and subscriptions, which work just like magazine subscriptions. But instead of magazines being delivered to your door, podcasts are delivered down to your computer using podcatcher programs, of which iTunes is just one. The BBC have podcasts of most of their shows, so I downloaded The Now Show from BBC Radio 4. Then after which, I started searching for subjects that interest me personally, such as history and hiking. I discovered loads of subjects, ranging from historical discussions to real-time walks around London. After looking at these more niche type podcasts, I realised that a grassroots enthusiast type of podcast existed, and I thought, hey, I could do this, but where do I start? I wondered if there would be any podcasts on podcasting, and sure enough there were, some good, some bad. I subscribed to three in the end, Podcasting for Dummies by one of the authors of the book of the same name, T. Morris, Podcasting Underground by Jason Van Orden, and Podcasting 411 by Rob Walsh. These guys, who despite their heavy workload, still find time to reply to emails from their listeners. And for what I can understand, this type of neighbourhood spirit is not uncommon amongst the podcasting community. A few days later, those guys from Amazon relieved me of some of my hard-earned cash, and a copy of Podcasting for Dummies by T. Morris and Evo Terra arrived in the mail. I read it from cover to cover, after which, fired with enthusiasm, I felt I was ready to go. But before I went any further, I needed to start thinking about my back office requirements. That's all the extra things you will need to back up your podcast. Things like email address, blog site, and a website for your show notes. Next week, I'll tell you how I got on. If you have any comments or criticism about this show, just shoot off an email to adrian at podcastingvirgin.com and I'll address any matter that arises in next week's show. Contact details for all the software, companies and individuals mentioned on this podcast can be found on the show notes at www.podcastingvirgin.com So until the next time, be good and stay lucky.